everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program we produce throughout the academic year in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this ninth edition of season number five of the 1853 podcast, we'll meet a couple of Monmouth alumni who are outstanding in their chosen fields, Wendell Shawman and Delitra Hudson. At this year's homecoming festivities, 1967 Monmouth graduate Wendell Shawman received one of the college's prestigious honors when he received the Distinguished Alumnus Award. Farmer, businessman, and leader, Wendell has just about seen and done it all in the area of agriculture. He says that receiving the Distinguished Alumnus Award meant a great deal to him, especially when he looked at who else has been honored with it over the years. Well, it's, it's special because Monmouth was such, special, such a special place for me. Uh, you know, it's you went from high school and not knowing what's going on. You went to a college, and, and it was a good choice for me to go to a small college, and Monmouth is such a wonderful experience. And if you met so many wonderful people that have, have accomplished so much, and you have to think how many other people could have received this award or qualified to receive this award have just never been nominated. But it, and it puts me—I know a lot of the past— past award winners. Uh, many of them are, are friends, so that's that's important too, to, to really kind of be in that circle. Wendell received the Distinguished Alumnus Award at the Alumni Impact Awards, which were held on October 22nd. Fall has been a busy season for Wendell. In fact, it's been a season of awards because the Monmouth Award was the third professional honor he received for his accomplishments. The Illinois Ag Leadership Foundation uh, has an award for its members that have done some significant things for agriculture. And I was in the first class of that, and that was a really particularly impressive group of people that have done a lot of things in the state, and I've, I finally received their leadership award. So that one was important because, you know, that was getting up in, in the, the group with my peers there. Uh, and then before that, I got one from Illinois Farm Bureau. Uh, I started out on the Illinois Farm Bureau board. That was one of my first real steps into getting up at state boards, getting involved in national affairs. So that, that was that was important, too. That one, I've worked, spent a lot of time and proud of the work I did with Illinois Farm Bureau. After Wendell graduated from Monmouth, he headed west to earn a master's degree and a doctorate in genetics from the University of Nebraska, thanks to the help from a fellow Monmouth graduate. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I was a chemistry major here. Yeah, but the closer I got to graduation, the less enthusiastic I was about spending the rest of my life in a chemistry lab. And a fraternity brother, Jim Mock, uh, two years ahead of me, was uh, went out to Iowa State University to work on a doctorate in plant breeding. And we got together, and he invited me out, and I visited and visited a professor and got a job just as, as labor, labor on a research farm during the summer for him. And that was a really fun experience. And so I, I like this. And I'm a farm boy, so getting back closer to the farm was really important to me and started applying around got accepted by uh, by the University of Nebraska uh, out there got an assistantship they paid you and there was no tuition a lot better deal in Monmouth <laughs> so we went out there and really blew, blew through that the, the 
PhD program really turned out in many ways to be easier than, than my, my time at Monmouth. I, I was a little more, you know, in fairness, I was a little more motivated out there too than I was at Monmouth. There was a lot, of, a lot of distractions at Monmouth. Wendell grew up on an Illinois farm, but he says he didn't think about a career in agriculture until after he earned a college degree. Oh, well, really, the switch back was, was when I spent that summer out of Iowa State with, with uh, Jim Mock. Uh, that that opened a door because I didn't really, the, the, the folks really, they struggled farming for a career. And, they, you know, they told us, me and my sister, you, you kids are smart. Go out and find a career better than this, basically. They, they didn't encourage coming back to the farm. And so... While I really loved growing up on a farm and I really loved farm working, uh, it just you know didn't seem to be on the horizon. But as we went out to Nebraska, and, and I think parents that, that want to get their kids to get involved, it's good to have them separate and get away and do something out and establish some independence. And my dad, for a dumb old farmer, said an awful lot of smart things. <laughs> And so we did that. I went and worked, got the PhD, and I was totally dazzled him, I think. Uh, got a job with uh, Funk Seeds in uh, Bloomington, so I got back to Illinois. It was sort of close to home. And spent three years there. And, and uh, then the funny part of this was I was out looking at corn plots, and Janet was home with my folks, and Dad said, do you think Wendell might want to come home and farm? She said, yep. And we were, we were back next March then. You're listening to the 1853 podcast. Of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. We're chatting with 1967 Monmouth alumnus Wendell Shaman. He's this year's recipient of the Distinguished Alumnus Award. Wendell has served the nation's agricultural community in several ways, most prominently in his role as chair of the U.S. Grains Council. During his seven years on its board, Wendell traveled to three dozen countries, encouraging the foreign purchase of grains produced in the United States. And it all happened because he said yes. I got, I got involved in one of these leadership programs, and sort of one thing led to another. And one of, one of the things I tell people is, you know, you'll be surprised what opportunities you can get when you just say yes. <laughs> Just, just accept an opportunity. And so I got involved on the Farm Bureau Board, State Farm Bureau Board. Then that led to an opportunity to get involved on the, on the State Corn Growers Association, which got you linked to the National Corn Growers Association. I was on committees there. And we also worked closely and funded closely with the United States Greens Council, and I really got involved with them. And I've spent, oh, 12 years or better, probably more than that, going to their, their meetings. And it ended up being a chairman of going through the officer rotation. But that involvement, uh, U.S. Greens Council had at that time 10 offices around the world promoting uh, exports of corn, uh, corn, barley, sorghum, and then later ethanol and distillers dried grains around the world. And I got to go to a lot of these places, a lot of different countries pr- uh, promoting U.S. products, uh, visited a lot of embassies, uh, met with a lot of you know, upper level bureaucrats. You know, you didn't get to the you didn't get to the director of agriculture, but we had a meeting with the vice vice director in in, in uh, Japan. Uh, we're sitting in in a boardroom in in China when they filed a, a, a WTO case against us. That was quite an experience. So you know, uh, just lots of experiences, just a lot of embassies around the world, and dealing with those people, especially in the EU, the the um, American people, uh, the ag people at the EU, in the EU in, in Brussels were really 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 good people, really good to work with. We made videos over there of, of American farmers talking to, to 
through the European market. Uh, just a lot of wonderful experiences like that. Ended up going to 38 countries. It goes without saying that American agriculture has been the envy of the world for decades. But Wendell points out that the competition is gaining on the U.S. ag industry. But we've got challenges. There are other people out there, and they're getting better. Uh, we're probably the most sophisticated by far. Um, but the competitions are out there. It's it, how, how agriculture has, has changed in my life is is tremendous. Uh, when we had our Golden Scots 50th anniversary, I, I did a presentation on there. You know, because basically my class was not ag people, so my view of what happened in agriculture in the 50 years since we graduated. And it wasn't hard to do, but it, it was a good retrospective for me to, to start out in the machinery we were using when I was a kid in the in the 50s and 60s to what we're using now. We're sitting on our combine now. We just started, started yesterday with a new combine that drives itself. You turn towards where you want to go, push the button, and sit back and watch it go to work. It's amazing, amazing technology. When, when Russia, communism finally fell in Russia, uh, uh, they got to, and you got a little free enterprise over there, and some outside countries coming and financing production in the Ukraine, which is a really, really good uh, production area in the world. Uh, they became pretty, pretty strong competitors. Pretty well take the, taken the the European wheat market away from us. You know, we used to sell wheat to to Egypt. I've been over there, uh, not much now. It's you know, Ukraine's next door. Why are we going to pay freight to haul it all the way from the United States? Um, Brazil, uh, huge country, tremendous amount of really good soil. Weather's a little more problematic than ours sometimes, but most of the time it's 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 just good enough. Uh, they've got a lot of land yet to bring into production. Their infrastructure is weak, but they're improving it, so they're going to be a real competitor. And then on the demand side, we've come to really depend on China, on China to buy the products we produce, and that's. Now you're getting into politics there, and when they, well, they get frustrated with some of our political actions, they'll turn off the, the, the buying spigot, and, and that really affects prices here. So it's, it's a complex interwoven web. That's 1967 Monmouth graduate Wendell Shaman. He received this year's Distinguished Alumnus Award at this year's Homecoming Weekend festivities. You can read more about Wendell and his award by going to the Homecoming Media page on the Monmouth College website. And to do that, just point your browser to monmouthcollege.edu slash homecoming. This is the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. 1992 Monmouth graduate Delitra Hudson always wanted to run her own business. And that's exactly what she did several years ago when she started a financial coaching and consulting firm in the St. Louis area. She's also a best-selling and an award-winning author and speaker. Earlier this fall, Delitra gave a tartan talk called The Money Boss 101. She also spoke to Monmouth College students in a convocation that was held in the Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. 
Delitra says that owning her own business is in her DNA. Um, I think entrepreneurship is in my family, and I didn't know that originally. However, when you continuously um, go down that rabbit hole of trying new things and experimenting, then you find something that clicks. Yes, that's what it was. But um, I have a 25-year experience in the financial industry. Um, I've been in municipal government for over 20 years. And knowing and becoming an expert at what I did in municipal government, I was like, yeah, this is where I'm going to be with my business. And, and that's really how I got connected with starting my own business. Known as the financial educator, Delitra's firm helps local governments navigate what can often be very murky financial waters. So the specialty of Delitra Hudson LLC is that we transform the state of financial management services worldwide. That is the goal. The mission is to to teach simple financial strategies to community leaders, business owners, and professionals in those communities so that we help them improve their financial position by increasing their financial knowledge. So We step into those spaces by attending workshops, um, hosting seminars, events, um, publishing books, as well as just connecting and and visiting areas that need our support. Delitra says she saw a need for her work early in her career when she started to work in local government. She formerly worked in the municipal government in East St. Louis. The need for my business came from what I saw with financially distressed municipalities. Um, These were municipalities that had resources but didn't have the staff or the competency to manage those resources or know how to um, really make sure their books were in order, having processes and procedures in place. So being able to step in and either do a specific financial function for them or actually create and set up their, their own finance departments or our areas of expertise. So we start with those governments, and then once we connect with those local government entities, then we learn about the businesses in those communities and how they need assistance. And then we work with the professionals who work for those businesses or work for those local governments who also need that personal finance assistance, and we can help in those areas as well. So the government experiences It's really what opened the door for me um, because I started seeing how the government was ran. And then I saw that the businesses who wanted to do business with the government didn't really have their finances in order. And that became the other need. The goal is to help transform that community. And if we start that transformation with dealing with the families that are based in the community and the businesses that are operating in that community, then that's how the transformation starts to happen. Delitra started as an accounting major, but her professional life took a direction other than accounting, thanks to her mammoth education. When I was a little girl, I used to always play on a typewriter. Some of us may not remember typewriters or 10 key calculators, but those were my toys. So being able to, to just peck away at those keys, I knew that that was the direction that I was going to go. I thought I would probably be a secretary as opposed to an accountant. However, um, getting into the field started off as business for me, and then it became more specific into accounting because I realized that I really liked working with numbers at the time. And 
Growing from having that accounting degree, which was also a minor in communications, which I got from Mama College, getting into the field, I realized, yeah, this may not be what I really want to be. It wasn't as engaging and connecting with the people as, as much as I liked to do. Um, but by nature, I am an introvert, but I know how to show up as an extra, extrovert. So once I learned about other aspects of the financial world, I started doing financial analysis work and budget work, and I realized this is what I really like to do, is not accounting. So that is what made me move from accounting. Um, I later got my MBA in finance, and that's how I really start doing what I do. And Delitra says that when she looks back on her life, she's often surprised at where it's taken her since she came to Mammoth as a freshman in the fall of 1988. Not in a million bucks. I would not, you could not have told me at that time that I would have achieved some of the goals, personal goals, um, career goals that I have achieved in the time span. I mean, I was blessed enough to achieve some of my goals fast. And I'm, I'm at a point now where I can sit back and use that experience to help guide me to be a better business owner. But no, I that, that little girl in 1988 um, that originally stepped foot on Monmouth College campus didn't see this in the picture. Delitra says the secrets to her success are simple ones. That includes following some time-honored principles and values. Being honest and true to yourself, operating with integrity, um, knowing that there is a why, there is always a reason why you do what you do, and really just tapping into that and your purpose. Those have been my secrets to success. Um, one of the things that I, I always um, commit to my family I have three children and a husband. I committed to them, especially when I was in government politics, not really politics, but when you're a city manager, you're a politician, um, was that I would never uh, embarrass our family. And that has been a commitment I've been able to keep. That's the financial educator, also known as 1992 Monmouth graduate Delitra Hudson. She's the owner of the financial consulting and coaching firm, Delitra Hudson LLC. You can read more about her firm on Facebook and just go to facebook.com slash Delitra Hudson LLC. And that's going to be a 30 for this ninth edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2021-2022 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. So long, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Have a nice day and stay healthy. Thank you.